Well, it's an emergency edition of NBL now. Some big news coming out of Illawarra. The head coach, Jacob Jacomus, and the team have parted ways effective immediately. A lot of change was called for. Change has come, so let's get into it. And there's only one man I'm going to be speaking to about it, and that's Damon Lowry. Hey, wow, man. When I saw the emergency bat sticking to go up, I had to duck out of work to come over here and chat about this. Well, let me read it to you. It's just, it's just dropped now. The Illawarra Hawks and Jacob Jacomas have agreed to part company effective immediately. Club ownership met with Jacob earlier today. With both parties agreeing it was in best interest that Jacob's contract as head coach ended. Illawarra Hawks general manager basketball Matt Campbell thanked Jacomas for his contribution to the club over the last 16 months as head coach and preceding two years as assistant coach. Now, it goes on to thank what he's done and how they have not met expectations assistant coach Justin Tatum is now going to step into the interim head coach but we've got to break it down Damon you're the one who's been very unhappy along with all the Illawarra fans about the way they've played they were five wins 32 losses under Jacob Jacomas so no one likes to see a coach lose their job no one likes to see any of the livelihood affected but this felt somewhat inevitable sooner rather than later yeah it was always going to go down I thought in the end it wasn't sustainable and you're right, nobody likes to see a coach get fired. I never advocate for anybody losing their job. I know how precious those professional jobs are, but unfortunately, it is a, re- is a, a results-driven league. It is a business, and the business of winning games is what Jacob and the Hawks were not doing. And as the leader of the team, Jacob, he had to fall on his sword. So, again, he had a crack. It didn't work out. I thought Matt Campbell put a lot of talent around him. He gave, he gave him a lot of good pieces. And for whatever reason, he couldn't get it to jail. So, yep, the Hawks were kind of left with no choice. Well, you look at how he took over last season of NBL 23. He coached the game when Brian Gorger was the head coach and, and missed one. But then when he was announced as the head coach once Gorge left, Justin Robinson gets injured in the very first game. They bring in Peyton Siever. He got injured a couple of weeks later, and he was out for the season. Michael Frazier came in, played really well. They continued to fight. Just the three wins last year, the worst in franchise history. What was it about the timing of this? What was the last final straw for this to happen right now? Because they do sit at the bottom of the ladder, and I think... You can still turn the way that the rest of the league is going. You could potentially make a run at a playing spot with how everyone keeps beating everybody. But what was the final straw? I think the final straw happened last week. The home game against the Kings. Like, it don't matter how your season is going. <clears throat> Wollongong, Illawarra versus the Sydney Kings. That's war. And it don't matter what the ladder position is. This time last year, those games were nail biters. This year, Sydney came into the came into the Snake Pit, the Wollongong Entertainment Center, and just ran them up. And I think that was the last straw. That Cairns trip, I think the wheels might have already been in motion by then. So that team last year obviously suffered a, a, a tremendous amount of diversity. And I thought they showed more fight last year. Mm-hmm. They've done this year with more talent. But what that team had last year was some pit bulls. And Michael Frazier, the second there's a pit bull. Peyton Siva, a pit bull. This year, there are no pit bulls in his lineup. And I think they got comfortable, and we all know what happens when comfort sets in. Bad results. I don't envy being a head coach is something that I, I could not th- fathom doing because I just don't understand. It's, it's such a cutthroat 
job to be in, but how much responsibility should the players be taking this season for how they've started? Because you, you mentioned the balls and, and the lack thereof. They're sitting two and seven at the bottom. They just managed to scrape 70 points in Cairns on Saturday night. How much responsibility should be falling on them as well as obviously the coach with what's happened? Ultimately, it's Jacob. With the players, you are in for at least 50%, minimum 50%. The coach can't shoot the ball for you. He can't play defense for you. He can't rebound for you. All these effort things that you take for granted that a player should be able to do just because you're a professional, the players have let themselves down. So, yep, they should feel ashamed of themselves that their coach got the sack. Now, some players might be those guys that go, yeah, well, you know, he wasn't doing it, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm watching games, and I'm watching guys get beat off the dribble with ease. I'm watching every basketball mistake you can think of being made by that playing group. So I hope they feel bad right now and they should all be apologizing. But Jacob and with Justin Tatum coming in, hopefully he can um get some um some heads cracking, so to speak. What do we think about the Justin Tatum interim head coach? They've obviously said in the statement that they're going to be looking for, for the next head coach and there's going to be names thrown around. We know that Gorge is just floating around a little bit. Trev Gleason as well. Do you feel like they should ride out the rest of the season with Justin Tatum? They are two and seven. Just try and turn it around and make it a playing spot. Or are they trying to get someone sooner rather than later? Or at the end of the year, is that when you open up and maybe that is the the Trevs, the Gorge, and maybe even look at some assistant coaches around the league? I'm going to ride this season out the rest of the season with Justin Tatum. Not because his son is who he is, but because Justin Tatum seems to be a strong personality. And that's what this team needs. They need a strong, like what Brian Gorgian was to that group. So, yep, Justin, ride this season out, and I will use it like a job interview. You're, this is, you got another, what, seven, two and seven? They got another 19 games. Justin, you can prove yourself. You got 19 games to do it. At the end of the season, I'm going to open it wide up, not just to Australia. I want to do like the Sydney Kings. I'm looking overseas. I'm looking everywhere. Um, it's going to cost some dollars, so you're going to have to reach in your pocket a bit more. But yeah, that's what I would be doing. Well, I want to throw one name at you because you talk about opening overseas, but locally and very locally to Illawarra, and we've seen in the past when you come from a successful uh, franchise that's won championships, Melbourne United did it in 2018 with myself. Mike Kelly was there, Simon Mitchell. They went on to head coaching roles. And then more recently, Justin Schuler to Brisbane, and we've seen what effect he's had. Flo McIntyre, down the road of the Sydney Kings, she's obviously been a part of the back-to-back championship run. The Kings are starting to roll now, sat on the front bench of the Spurs in the Summer League. Is that someone they should probably throw their hat in? I know you like to don't want to go probably the rivalry side of it, but someone you'd be willing to interview and say, this could be a great opportunity for her. It would be a great opportunity for Flora, and I think that a hand coaching role for her is definitely coming at some point. Which organization is going to have the minerals to do it, though? I don't know. But I would definitely accept her application if she gets an interview. I mean, because she's been a part of a back-to-back championships. She's got respect to the players. You can tell the way that, the way Xavier Cook spoke about her last season. All the guys get right around her. It's not a she is not a novelty female pick. She's a coach. So yeah, I would absolutely like to see her name thrown in the mix. But again, I, I the Hawks need to win. They need to win right now. It can't be any more rebuilding kind of stuff. I feel. So if I can get an established an established coach who has already won at the head coaching level, I'll be leaning more towards that. Now, I do want to quickly touch one more time on the timing of it because 
the Hawks, we know they struggle. The FIBA break's coming up. They play one more game on Sunday against New Zealand. In New Zealand, and we know that they're struggling right now as well. Would you have potentially given a one game and gone into the FIBA break with the change from there, or is this a chance for them to try and maybe, hey, we're going out there, we've, we've got to show something. It's first time Justin Tatum's going to be taking over the role and maybe go into FIBA break a lot more positive than things had been because I've called games with you and you've been very outspoken. It's been it's been tough to watch so far this season. It's been it's been brutal, brutal viewing. Um, should almost come with one of those warning stickers before the game starts. <laughs> Nope, we have to make a call, man. We cannot be messing around. Every single game is another game that them dudes are going to go out there and embarrass themselves, embarrass the brand of basketball. No no more passes. They had nine games to show something. Didn't do it. So, no, you don't get any more passes. Um, probably had too many as it is. So, nope, it's the Justin Tatum era from here on out, and I'm going to expect to see a full – change in direction, a few, a full change in the way things are, are going about it. Accountability is going to be high, hopefully. So I'm excited to see now the new era. Well, I'm going to let you go with one more message. Can you give a message to that playing group? Because you are very passionate about the Illawarra Hawks and you don't shy away from that. And I think it's a beautiful thing because you, you do bleed Illawarra, which is great. But what ultimately, message-wise, do you have for this playing group for Sunday's game? Fellas, it's dudes out there like me who got to go into this job in the real world, and not one of you would trade jobs with me. Not one of you. You're privileged. It is not a God-given right to be a professional basketball player. You owe it to everybody that's rich in the same pocket, paying money, buying jerseys, doing all that stuff. They, you guys owe it to them to go out there and bleed. It ain't no time for getting around in a circle singing kumbaya it is wartime. You need to come out this very next game and play like your lives, basketball lives, depend on it. Tell you what, I'd be running through. Well, I might go for 50K run in your honor if I'd broken a sweat in the last three years. Damon, appreciate you jumping on. It was an emergency edition, so you did take some time out of your busy day and uh, look forward to seeing what happens in the Little Hawks from here on out. Thanks, Pete. Catch you, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with a regular edition of NBL Now.